Hello, friends, and welcome to the Monday Show 16. I am your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, there's something a little off about this Monday. It feels a bit strange. It doesn't feel like a normal Monday. Am I wrong? Yeah, it feels weird. It doesn't feel, it feels like it, we're late for something. And I don't know what, what we're late for. I, um, it's very bizarre. <laughs> feels kind of like a Wednesday, Yeah, right? it feels like Wednesday for some reason. Well, of course it's Wednesday. As those of you who follow this channel know, uh, our last episode was a day late. It got pushed into Monday, and therefore the Monday show gets pushed on up and... We figured since we were moving it anyway, why not move it an extra day, put it on Wednesday, and uh, I think it paid off. We had a couple extra days to prepare. Normally, we just put the Monday show together on the fly. After we do the Sunday show, it's right back to it, and uh, in one day, we put together this awesome variety show, but now we had a couple, and I think it's going to show, Roots. What do you I agree. Think? I agree. There's so much stuff going on, and uh, especially with the... Um the uh month the november and december games there's just a lot of a lot of good games with little filler is what you said uh, and i agree yeah normally we have uh in each category we, we have two or three solid choices and then we just kind of have to pick you know a couple more just to fill the episode out none of that this month friends not a not even in psvr i mean it was a solid month for vr and uh, instead of picking uh, which ones to put in to fill it out, I had to pick which ones to leave out. And that's always a good sign. So uh, before we get to that, before we get to our game of the month, November, and our December preview, as always, we're going to talk about a few games, talk about what we've been playing. And just today, Roots and I both spent a pretty significant amount of time in De Leon Legends. And for those of you who don't know, this was pretty much an alpha build of a game we're going to see at some point in the future coming to us from Colorado-based Digital Wizards. And we'd like to go ahead and thank Digital Wizards for offering up alpha access to us. It was really cool of them uh, because this is, you know, it's got a long way to go before it becomes a game. But Roots, I feel like they've got a pretty good foundation here to build a pretty solid pirate game from right yeah yeah i agree and uh anybody that knows roots knows he loves himself some sea of thieves so i was uh was kind of psyched to get in there and check it out and um i think there's a they're doing a lot of things right with this and uh um i'm excited to see where they're gonna go with it yeah uh and and again let me reiterate that this is an alpha build and you know a lot of the stuff that comes with playing an alpha build was absolutely present here but, uh, you know, obviously, just being in development, we're going to give it a pass on all that stuff. Performance, things like that, that's going to get optimized before this game uh, gets released. That goes without saying, so it's not even worth mentioning. Uh, so we're going to talk about what this game does well. And the moment you turn it on, you go into this title sequence. And uh, breathtaking, right? Yeah, and that kind of reminded me... Um... A little bit of like Pirates of the Caribbean ride, you know, when you're in there and you're first going in and you got the ba ships battling each other and you're like just watching it. It was really cool and it was very cinematic um, and uh, it, I guess, set things on a good pace, I I think. Yeah, that, that 
you start the game out in the ocean you're under the water and then you as the narrator talks and let's be honest i hope they get a real narrator because it was computer uh, voice and even though it was a very good computer voice you could still tell but uh the narrator tells you the story of what's going on as you ascend through the water and then finally you surface and this absolutely massive pirate ship sails right by you and that thing was gorgeous and it was a, in attack mode too mm-hmm. right yeah no i was thinking of actually what came after that but yeah that was actually really good and um it this game looks really good and uh for a skin you know or like you said it's just like the the base for the game um it looks like it's pretty good uh and uh so yeah that was definitely the the high point the 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 very best thing about what we experienced was the graphics it was it was beautiful graphics sound effects really good as well music spot on uh from that standpoint even though like we said there were some performance issues that are to be expected from an alpha build everything looked and sounded really great now uh no npcs that i ran across but then again this is a very large map you start off in this central island uh it's called tutorial island apparently there's a way to get it to uh give you a tutorial that i didn't find but uh i'll I'll, over time i taught myself how to uh use the inventory use the weapons i really thought that the uh that the menu the menu user interface was really cool because it's like this old book and like everything else in the game it was absolutely beautiful and you go to the table of contents and it'll say like main menu settings you know yada 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 map and so on and so forth and you just point at it with your finger and it takes you to whatever you want to go to i thought that was really cool yeah i thought that was pretty cool as well um it did seem pretty easy to uh to navigate as um now you said you didn't know they've got a really cool compass on your wrist and uh and so I did do the tutorial. And so it was leading me, teaching me all sorts of shit while you were figuring it out on your own. Um, and uh, and so the compass actually uh, took me. I got on my boat and it took me to another island. I found this hidden cave. I had to blow it up. And uh, um, and what you were saying earlier, you were saying that um, you didn't think you could swim. But I just saw somebody in this video swimming really well over there, climbed up on the boat. Um, so apparently we were doing something wrong on that. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, Oh man, how handy would that have been to be able to swim? I probably wouldn't even stop playing <laughs> if, uh, if I could just swim, I died like three times or four even in the ocean. Now I would recommend to the devs. Um, one thing that, uh, we always stress on this, um, show is, uh, options. And one of the options that needed to be there was for locomotion because, uh, they do the whole swing in the arms thing, and I'm not about that. Now, there was one cool thing about it is um, you can actually jump by swinging both of your arms, and the uh, the high, harder you swing, the higher you jump. And I didn't uh, do any long jumps like it sounded like you were doing long jumps and j- jumping crazy shit, um, you know. But uh, it was pretty cool jumping that way. But um, I would just say options don't don't make me swing my arms, please. Yeah, nobody wants that. Um, And and to be clear, you can move very slowly without swinging your arms. But if you want to 
get anywhere today you've got to swing your arms to move and it was kind of weird even with the, the swinging arm thing if you swing them too much uh, it kind of stops you and moves you backwards at the end of your swing so you can't really do a full stride with the arm swing you kind of have to sit here and do this deal like this and uh, it just felt weird and even if it was done right nobody wants swinging arm locomotion so uh, if you want to leave it in as an option sure uh, I always think the options the more options you give the player the better off the more well received your game is going to be and yeah i think you're right roots i think that one's pretty much at the top of the list yeah i'd like a bigger boat too like this one is good but like if you've seen sea of thieves the galleon where you can you know it's a four-person boat and it's a lot bigger you got a lot more to move around on um i didn't like the smaller boat as much so i'm kind of glad i like this one to look just even having more space uh, to move around and uh oh my god if you made this co-op that would be awesome as well but even just an amazing oh, yeah. storyline would be cool so yeah who knows where they're going to go with it it has a lot of potential um pretty much what we did is we, we start off on this central island uh you find all sorts of weapons and tools on the island there's a sword some knives a couple of pistols and, and the pistols were really cool right the the way that you had to use the pistols is they were muzzle loaders there was there was a rifle too but the way that, the way that they work is uh you have to actually use the trigger and pull it back and in the game it pulls the hammer back on the gun so they're single shot muzzle loaders and you you have to manually pull the uh the hammer back which i thought, I was thought really cool. i did too i thought that was really cool because it's uh, intuitive right as you're pulling back on the the joystick it's like you're pulling back on the hammer and it just feels right right yeah, and beautiful gilded weapons, too. They had these gold inlays on them, and uh, we already said how beautiful this game looks. The, the weapons were uh, no different, just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I hope there's treasure, like, you know, buried treasure, and, uh, like, with a shovel and digging up the chest. And uh, um, I just I want Sea of Thieves in VR, so <laughs> as close as you can make it to that. Um, I just, there's so much good about, I want a legit pirate game. So I'm so excited to see what they can do with this. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching this trailer here and seeing a lot of stuff that I didn't find. You know, there were five or six islands that you can get to in this game. And, uh, I went to two of them and one of them really wasn't anything. It was just a, a small island off to the side the the big island that i went to is the same one that roots went to so i i think there might actually even be a lot more to this than even we experienced roots i mean if this trailer is to be believed there's a lot more to see than even what we saw yeah yeah well like i said i got to a point where i i blew open a secret cave i found the stuff in there and then um i couldn't figure out where to go next and uh um so but uh yeah i i really think um this game could be pretty good. So, well, see, my problem was is uh, you know I had that small uh, sailboat that they start you with, and the, the way this game works is you get to explore all these islands. You have a map. Your island is cent central. There are all these bigger islands around you, and you sail. Um, now, maybe there's a way to do it. But is there a way to fast travel that you could find routes where you, when you were in that sailboat? Or did you just literally have to wait the 
five or ten minutes or whatever it took to get out to that island. No, I mean, I don't think there's a fast travel. Um, and, you know, I mean, to be fair, if it's, you know, you probably wouldn't want it. I mean, I don't know if you want to make it that. That's why I would say um, moving around the boat, get the boat going. You know, you're able to walk around, you're cooking some fish or you're playing some music or who knows whatever you want to do. Just do everything you want to do. But uh, it did seem like it took a little while to get across the the ocean um so see that was my problem that that's why i quit playing is um whenever i would get my boat to shore it would it would literally go up onto the the ground in the front and then there was no way to push it back into the water that i could you know that i could find anyway and uh sure there was that other boat that was 20 feet off shore but I couldn't figure out how to swim, so I would try to get to that boat, and I just drowned. And then whenever you die, uh, uh, you have to start all over again, you know, all the way back up there, travel over the water, you know, and that, that takes time. If you start the game over, there's no way to skip that title scene, so you have to go through that whole thing again. And uh, a lot of uh, uh, time it takes to start over. And after I did it, like, two or three times i was just done with it i didn't have the patience anymore uh to just retread ground that i've already been across a couple times uh, but again all in all i, I enjoyed my time in it uh, i think it's a beautiful world i love having uh something like this to explore it felt really great uh from that perspective um and i think as long as they continue to improve upon it I think we could have uh, a sleeper next next year, right? Yeah, yeah. I think this could be really good. I think um, just I'm just intrigued to, to see what they're gonna where they're gonna go with it. Um, you know, now that I've seen the 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 base and I can see how good it looks, and um, especially like you said, the uh, the opening scene that's always a good sign. You know, if they've that's the first thing they probably worked on, um, and they banged it out, and it it's amazing. So. But this guy is swimming like a fucking beast, man. He's making us look like a chump. What the hell? Man, I, I don't know. <laughs> I tried everything to, to learn how to do that. I guess I missed something, huh? Yeah, no, man. He's doing good. And he even brought his lantern and everything. That dude is set. So there's that sword. But, yeah, so the weapons are pretty cool as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed the weapons. That cannon was pretty badass. That thing tore up everything i shot with yeah yeah for sure anyway uh we're this is one we're going to keep an eye on obviously over time as the builds update uh I'm, i'll probably even go back into it roots now that i'm seeing stuff like this uh i think i might want to hit up those other islands right? yeah i want to see where that creature is and it's i mean i want to get on a bigger boat and uh i want to dig for treasure so as long as you have that i'm going to be happy well, uh, I'm sure that we'll get there over time, even if it isn't possible right now. I'm sure that they're going to get there because obviously uh, these guys at Digital Wizards are pretty talented. Yeah. Two guys. Wow. Two guys. You know how I know that? Because I found a message in a bottle. Did you find the message in I a bottle? I did actually find that. That was pretty cool. Was that not? I was like, oh, cool. You know, I, I thought it was going to be a quest or whatever. And it was like just the saying, hey, this is who we are. And, and you know, that's pretty cool. It just shows you how much a couple guys can do, and you know, and they're based right here in Colorado Springs, right over by the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo, so in the general area. So, 
Super cool. Super cool guys too. Thank, thanks again guys for letting us check out your world here that you've built. Uh, you have a lot to be proud of here. Yeah. Yeah. We're psyched to check it out when it's a finished product and watch it uh, sell well. So put that out there. All right. Well, this is not the only thing that Roots and I have been playing in recent days. Just before we filmed this, uh, this episode, we had what was meant to be about an hour-long Farpoint session co-op turn into a two-hour-long Farpoint co-op session. And I didn't want to quit, Roots. What about you? No, nah, me neither. I wanted to see every uh, level, and um, we just couldn't get it done. No, no, there, there, there's a lot more, and, and you'll, I think, I think where you hosted it, it didn't even show you all of the levels that there are, because I'm pretty sure that there's 10 to 12 different levels, so I think as you progress through the campaign, or maybe next time I'll host, and you can be the visitor, and uh, I already have it all unlocked, and uh, we can do it that way, but um, we did the first four uh, co-op levels and for those of you who don't know about Farpoint Farpoint is a first person shooter exclusive to PlayStation VR that pretty much launched along with the aim controller so you can use a DualShock 4 if you want but uh, you're really wasting your time if you're playing Farpoint without the aim controller you're just ruining it for yourself but uh, th there's an epic 5 to 6 hour story campaign which is absolutely great uh, this is one of the best looking games on PlayStation VR. It's one of the best uh, playing games on PlayStation VR. But uh, if, if single player campaign's not your thing, there's a challenge mode, which is kind of a, a speed run that puts you through these maps killing enemies. And if you want to play with a friend, there's a co-op mode that takes the speed run part out of the equation. But it's still really challenging to make your way to the end, right? Yeah, and I just want to clarify, because as I'm watching this video... This is not me and Wes. We would never, <laughs> never pick easy. Um, I don't know what no. the hell they were thinking, but uh, um, but yeah. So uh, I think it would be too easy on easy because we did it on medium, and uh, I kind of feel like I want to do it on the next level up. Although um, you probably know a little bit more about that than me. Is is the next level up just like ridiculous? You don't want to go past medium or? I don't know. I I norm it's normally pretty challenging to go through co-op on medium, but like I was telling you when we were playing, normally when I'm in this game it's with somebody who's fairly new. It's not somebody that's playing VR every day. Uh my wife's a pro at Farpoint. Uh she's as good as I am at it. But uh other than that, normally I'm playing with my daughter or my sister, somebody who's picking up VR once a month instead of every day so you and i handled it pretty well i think maybe we are ready uh for the higher difficulty yeah because we only died i think twice um and one of them wasn't really our well, fault but <laughs> we, we died two legit times three overall uh because uh roots committed suicide and then <laughs> i was so heartbroken that i had to follow suit by the way if you want to see our uh well i don't know if you want to watch our our uh, our gameplay in this, I recorded it, but I, I haven't watched it back yet to see if Roots's uh, party mic came through. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to cut it up in the videos or not. But as long as I've got two mic tracks, I'm going to cut it up into about 
I don't know, two or three videos and uh, just watch our channel over the next uh, couple weeks, we'll say, and uh, I'll be putting up some gameplay footage. Um, Roots, how did this game play versus your expectations? Uh, actually, it's played really well. You know, I hear a lot of people talk about the uh, aim controller jank and having to shake it and do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around and do all sorts of weird shit and um to get it to play right and uh it played fine now um it's kind of weird because we were talking about because you started your session with your controller halfway dead and um we were getting close to the end of the thing and i had said wow my controller's starting to do that weird you know drift thing and we you know surmised that it was the the getting low on battery power that does it but when i got out man i still said it was full but I know it wasn't 100% full, but it, I guarantee you, man, that first three quarters of the thing, it didn't drift for shit at all. And then all of a sudden, it just started doing it. So I guarantee it's it's got to do with battery power, right? Well, I can tell you one other thing that it might have been, and I can't really say so without watching you play, but the, the aim controller is a finicky thing. And uh, if you turn your body instead of using your sticks, a lot if you're turning your body uh if it loses the controller once then it's it's screwed because then it's going to start drifting mm. and it'll come back in but uh pretty much you have to if you want to reset it you have to turn the controller all the way off and turn it all the way back mm. on there is a reset in the pause menu that works to some extent but after you get it out of alignment then you just pretty much have problems till you, you finish playing. That's what happened. But, That's exactly what happened because those little spiders are all over the fucking place and and in the slee stack guys and shit. And I, like I don't have time. I don't have patience to be, you know, like <laughs> and I I just want to turn my gun, man. Don't don't penalize me for turning. Um I don't even know now I know why Mamefan could never play this game ever. Because he turns like a motherfucker. He wants to turn. You know, and uh, you can turn, but you've got like um, the, the 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 camera can track you through about I don't know, we'll say a hundred degrees or so, hundred and fifteen degrees. But really, uh, with Farpoint, you want to keep it to about fifty or sixty mm -hmm. degrees. Once you turn completely sideways on it, it starts to get real weird. Uh, so actually, the best way to play it is. At about 15 degrees it's even better than facing it directly on if you face it directly on sometimes your lights line up with the uh the headset and the gun and it screws mm -hmm. it up a little bit but if you turn just a little bit and, and look just off to the side it pretty much stays perfect until you get really out of place and then like i said once you start having trouble with it it's hard to get it to stop well there you go ladies and gentlemen that's the weasel's tips on uh how to do the aim controller properly i didn't know that it's actually really good um and just knowing that uh there's a reason for it i mean it doesn't i don't like it but at least i understand it a little bit better so that's good but uh how cool is it let me ask you this why are the idiots i mean we i'm not going to call them idiots uh obviously very very intelligent people at oculus 
why haven't they not come up with a gun controller yet? It adds so much to the game, right? Right, I guarantee you. If you came out with a legit gun that tracked perfectly and sold it um, just like that with, with the joysticks and or the controllers and everything, uh, Pavlov, every game, like nobody's going to, like if you could hold the gun versus having a gun stock, like why would you not? And it's the way that aim controller is designed with the, the two joysticks it just feels so right and uh um i don't know it's really good yeah and i hear you people in the comments yes i know you can get a pro tube but you know what pro tubes are friggin' expensive and yeah you can get cheaper jankier ones but even with those you still have to go into the menu and calibrate it up so that it works just right and uh it's just a little too much when there should be a peripheral like these, you can get for sixty bucks new, forty-five bucks used, and uh, you know, other than the uh, the tracking limitations of the PS camera, uh, this thing is just awesome. Yeah, this is one of the best pickups I've done uh, for PlayStation VR, as far as immersion and like. Let's be honest, you know, there's so many games that I can play. Um, this is not one of them because you can't play it with move controllers, but the aim controller saves the game. Like there's games. I don't want to use a move controller for obvious reasons. And then I get to use uh borderlands, you know, too, is a perfect example. You know, it's like, Oh my God, I get to use this gun and I get to now have analog sticks to run around like and do the game. Like it's supposed to be, um, you know, it's just uh it's a no brainer to me. Yeah. Well, um, I got an idea, Roots. Uh, apparently, Firewall Zero Hour is a whole new game from the last time I played it. I haven't played that game for months and months on end. But I watched uh, Frank in a, uh, a stream the other day showing off the new update. Man, that thing doesn't even look like the same game anymore. There's so many new maps and uh, new characters, new abilities, new weapons. The whole UI has been redone. Everything's different about it now. Uh, I'm in. You in? Oh, yeah, man. So uh, it's teams of four, right? Teams of four. So, that's right. So we just need two more people. And uh, let us know in the, the chat. You know, join the Discord. Somebody. we knew. I want to go into this game with three other people that I'm, like, communicating and I know. Um, instead of some douchebag or, or worse, a kid. <laughs> At least a douchebag will know what they're doing, mostly. Um, you know, I just want to go in with, with people that I can have fun with and, and just have a good time. Yeah. And the, to be clear before you people all jump in, uh, and say me, 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 uh, we're going to have to level up a bit. Roots has barely played this game. Uh, I've played it a little bit. I think I made it up to a level 18 or something like that, but really that's nothing in the grand scale. So it's going to take some practice before we don't just die immediately mm. so uh before before you jump in just understand what you're signing up for we're going to get killed a lot and uh but that said it is the perfect time to uh to do it because they're running uh either for the next week or two weeks they're running a, a special uh it's a free um trial so if you don't have the game you can play as long as you have an aim controller you can jump in and play and for anyone who's playing right now, double XP. So you can actually level up twice as fast as you normally would be able to. Wow, that's a good deal, huh? 
So basically what yeah. part of what Wes just said to translate for you, uh, what you're going to do is be carrying roots specifically <laughs> for a bit. Um, but, uh, you know, that, I, that's one of my favorite things. I've got a couple friends I, I game with, you know, and um, and they're my backpack, man. They they carry me. I climb in there and they just take me across the finish line and and uh, and I like it. So. Well, I know what you mean, man. I I played. I think one of the last times I played this game, I played with uh, Roy Schwartz, and he was like level forty or level fifty, and uh, actually got a win a little bit. Wow, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, but but the, your level it, it makes a big difference in this game because you unlock tools, uh, weapons, abilities as you level up. And uh, there's a couple of them that are pretty crucial you know, that are very big advantages. And uh, I don't know if it's any better now than it was back then. But back then, they'll throw a level 10 in with the level 40 and uh, let those guys just slay you mercilessly. And uh, the way that the thing was set up is uh, they get double points for winning. So uh, the rich get richer, you know. Yeah, it's not cool. I, they probably have a better system of a, system of uh, matchmaking, you know. So. Hopefully, you would think so, right? <laughs> these, this is what these guys do. They do uh, uh, multiplayer settings with uh, with uh, dedicated servers, uh, which I think they're dedicated servers now. I think before uh, they weren't. Well, they might not even, they still might not be. It still might be locally hosted. I know their next game, Sol Solaris, is supposed to have dedicated servers on it, but I'm not quite sure if uh, they ever added that in for Firewall. I know it needed it. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Well, we'll find out, won't we? Yeah. Because the, the way it works with these local servers is you kill somebody, they rage quit, and then everybody else gets left out because the whole game drops. I and you're back in the menu. I thought I heard that they fixed that. So if that's what the de the dedicated server would do, then I'm pretty sure they did uh, move them because I could either that or they could have implemented some sort of uh, host swap. So like uh, there's a backup host if one drops. Why would you not do that to, to begin guy? with on a multiplayer game? That's <laughs> such a bad yeah. thing to drop the ball. You know, oops. You know, uh, the person just quit or. Their internet went out, and uh, now we need to all go back to the menu. Uh, so I'm glad they fixed that. At least I could have sworn I read that they did. So, Yeah, I think so, too. So uh, I guess there's only one way to know for sure, right? Just get in there and, and check it out, and that's what we're going to be doing. If you want to go in with us, if you don't mind dying repeatedly, uh, let us know in the chat or Discord, obviously. Uh, there's a Discord invite in the description below. Uh, hit us up. Let's play some firewall. Yep. All right. Moving on. One more thing we're going to talk about before we get into the uh, games of the month for November. And when I say we're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about my friend Roots here. He's going to talk about that thing you see sitting in front of him right there. He just picked up this last week during the Black Friday sale a Logitech G920 race wheel. Everyone says you got to get a race wheel. It makes all the difference in racing games. Uh, Roots, is that true? Yeah. Um, from what I've experienced so far, even though it has not been a um, completely perfect experience, uh, that's exactly true. And I will start by talking about this game that I have not been able to get working. Um, so essentially, 
I've got the uh, the Logitech um, G920, and uh, I impetuously just bought it. Uh, yes, there's the G29 is for the PlayStation as well, and um, that's a different story. But uh, they essentially there's two different models, and you can get one for PlayStation slash PC, one for Xbox slash PC. Uh, but the bottom line is the Logitech software is all weird and janked and fucked up, and it's. It just has issues um, registering your wheel, and I still have yet to have my computer show it as anything other than a Xbox controller. Um, and then even through the uh, the Logitech gaming software, it won't register it properly. And I've done all I've researched so much stuff. Now certain games I can play, like I can play Cartcraft. It worked fine out of the box. I mean, I was able to get it to. To see that the wheel was there so i can pick it as a logitech wheel and it registers it but if it's not if the drivers and everything is not lined up perfect there's little things different and i i'm assuming this also has some sort of a degree difference between the 900 and i would like any any of this stuff if anybody knows let me know um but i know somebody was telling me um in in touring carts you got to set it to 180 so maybe this has got to be set to something besides 900 because it was good but it still felt like it wasn't 100 percent um the only game that really felt 100 percent was project cars 2 and uh um it, it uh, i'm sure that i could still even if i could register it would would um would be better but nah even being the the shit i've dealt with um it makes me want to have a wheel it makes me want to almost return this and get a 100 percent pc compatible um one which is getting hard to do you got to go back in older models or you got to spend a lot of money um which is kind of disappointing but uh but all in all um i think it's a really good experience um i really want to get touring carts set up properly at the 180 like radio runt was suggesting um if i can ever get everything to register properly um it was really cool being able to drive and grab shit and throw it, um, it was next level. And if I can get it to to get the 180 properly uh, degrees versus 900, I think it's going to be um, a really, really amazing uh, time. So, so basically, what you're saying here is uh, when it was working right, that it was awesome. Yeah. But uh, that was a very small percentage of the time yeah and and maybe it was just me but i mean there's a lot i mean i i must have gone through i don't even know how much troubleshooting and and different sites and you know i really need to talk to alex or drilla or somebody that spent a lot of time tweaking this stuff maybe they know exactly what they need to i need to do but uh if i can get it to register i i think i'm gonna love the fuck out of it now one thing i did i did a lot of research and um you know like i've got the uh this one's a uh a gear driven um wheel and so uh and i think alex has the uh band rubber band one or i don't know the how, whatever they call it it's a, it's a different type it's it's more on pulleys and stuff and it, it it actually drives a little bit better and then there's direct which is like a literal con- conveyor belt almost in there and um it's the most realistic to to what you would get in a um, an arcade or even in a, a real driving experience, but those are super expensive. And um, now that I've even got the gear driven taste, 
Um, I want the direct wheel, man. I want the direct drive and I can't afford it. I can't afford thousands of dollars. I don't know. Can you? No, absolutely not. I don't want to spend 200 on the, on the gear driven one, but I do want one. Um, but, uh, informative. See, I never knew there was a difference. I just thought they were all the same technology. I didn't know there were different kinds of wheels that some work better than the others. This is all news to me. Yeah. There's, I, I, and I just, I, I'm very disappointed in Logitech to be honest, because, and a lot of people are, and in all the, the forums I've been reading, man, they, they, they really dropped the ball and it, I don't understand why they're, it's so difficult to get things to match up or like, there's not even, I don't, as far as I could find, there's not even a fucking driver for this thing. Like I had to go into specific files and right click on them and then get to the install in shit that, that you wouldn't even know what it is. And if somebody else wasn't saying it and even that didn't fix my problem. So either one of two things is happening, either it's, it's a Pimax nightmare. And like you were making the comment, you're like, it sounds like you got a Pimax. Cause that's one of the things I always bitch about. I'm like, I would never have a Pimax because there's too much troubleshooting. And here I am spending days troubleshooting a fucking wheel. Um, but I screwed myself, dude. Cause now I want the wheel. I have to make it work or I have to return this one and buy another, uh, Thrustmaster or something. That's, there are ones that are more compatible with, with PC, um, uh, but uh, so if you guys know any anybody has any suggestions or um, or how to get this one to work, um, I'm fine with that as well. I just I want it to uh, I want to race Assetto Corsa, and uh, I want to race this with my hand and whipping around the corners. And uh, I would say driven by you were right. Cartcraft is amazing, and uh, yeah, it's pretty much everything I have to say on this. I think. So basically, what we're learning here is that Roots is ruined now. Used to, the old Roots had no room for Jank in his life. But now, just the luxury of being able to play in racing games with the wheel, now he's going to deal with it. He has to because he knows uh, what the prize is, if he can get it to work. So Roots, this is my question to you. Don't you think? That 200 degrees field of view would do exactly the same thing to you? Uh, maybe, but see, that's the thing is like uh, everything else works so good in the, the other headset, at least the Rift I have and, and want to get the, the index that I don't know if I would substitute all the other shit. Um, I don't know. Maybe it would be amazing and I'd be like, man, I'm ruined now. I got to I gotta deal with this climax. <laughs> So you heard it here first. Roots is starting tomorrow. He's going to buy Vorpex, and uh, he's been transformed. He's a, he's a jank master now. He's just going to spend all of his time tweaking. Yeah, I'm just tweaking. Now, actually, what he's going to do is he's going to return this thing, and he's going to buy a $400 wheel next week that actually works. Did you get the uh, Did you get the PlayStation version? No, or the I got the Xbox. Version? See, that's what I was saying. One of the things that I like, I just went and clicked on it and bought it. I wanted to get it quick. And then uh, it was funny because I bought it, and then Alex in the Discord was like, "Make sure you get the X or the PlayStation one." And then I looked, and it was like, "You can't return it." And uh, you know, I um, I mean, you could, I could have canceled it, but then I'm tying up that money, and I didn't didn't necessarily have that extra money um, to tie up and right. buy another one, um, and so I was stuck. 
So I said, yeah, fuck it. You know, I mean, literally could send it back. I guarantee I could contact them and, and tell them I uh, wanted a different one and they would send me the, they would let me return it and get the other one, which is what I plan to do. If I can get the software to work, because um, it's the same software, it's the exact same wheel, just one works for PlayStation, one works for Xbox. And to be honest, from what I've read, the PlayStation one is a little bit better as far as some of the things that it can do. Um, like a, just fine-tuning things, little things. Um, so I probably would return it and try, try to return it and get the other one anyway. Um, but, so. Well, my thought process with it was, uh, you said that the Windows is recognizing it as just a regular Xbox controller. And, uh, you know, that's what Windows is looking for when you plug any kind of controller in. It's looking for an Xbox controller. So my thinking is maybe if you get the one that's meant for PlayStation slash uh, PC, that maybe it might eliminate that problem, that it may uh, actually work a little bit better because it's not an Xbox thing. I mean, it might be, but, I mean, I might register as a uh, PlayStation controller, and I'll be looking at, you know because um, there's no drivers for it at least initially it's very bizarre I've never seen anything like this to where it's I don't know I it, I'm st still frustrated <laughs> I want I want to smash this thing but I I need to drive with it so I can't so yeah well uh, I'm glad that uh, someone you know had to make the sacrifice of learning about this thing because obviously it's probably the one i would have ended up buying if i ever get one you know obviously the one that goes on sale is the one i'm going to go for but now uh building upon your experience i'll probably get a thrustmaster or something else yeah and they say that that's the next step up you know your gear is like the lowest as far as um the way it feels and it's not that it's bad it's just like I was telling you when I first started driving, like it wants to do this the whole time, you know, as you're driving, you're doing corners and stuff. And I've never driven a car that did that ever, you know, with my steering wheel. Maybe if I'm hitting a lot of bumps, but that's how they get you to feel the thing. But it's not, it's different. And then the the, the next step up, that's not gear, feels a little bit more natural. And then the direct, which is out of most people's range, is uh the closest to actual and they say that competitively it's actually um an advantage it's almost like cheating uh because your car is just the steering is that good um i shouldn't have watched the video i watched wes it really <laughs> fucked me over dude because now i really want that direct wheel so but yeah maybe somebody will make a cheaper version and do a kickstarter or something yeah they're working on one actually it's, it came out a couple of years ago and uh um i think the top tier was like 650 700 or something and it's it's gained five hundred thousand so far um other than that i don't know more about it and i can't even tell you what it is but i guarantee if you look it up you can find it so that's your your homework man so these racing guys will put the money down won't they to build their rigs up all these jacked up seats with tension belts and all this crap. They, they, it's a money well, pit, right? And that's one of the things I will tell you too, is this thing moves a lot. My desk is somewhat unstable, not the best. I actually had to re-tighten the bolts and stuff, or the screws, because it was shaking so much. And it made me want to get uh, at least the bare minimum what Alex has. 
one of those chairs that you can fold up, not really because of the space, um, but because they're cheaper. And I'm actually about a week away from this, my bedroom becoming a complete, it's gonna be just for filming and VR. I'll be sleeping somewhere in a different room. Um, so yeah, so I'll have more space. So I think I will, I wanna get a rig. I wanna, I wanna have this thing bolted to something. I wanna have my feet bolted to something because even though this thing is designed to not slide, Sometimes it wants to slide, and uh, um, I just want, I want the full experience, and uh, probably gonna be fucking doing seatbelt shit, and I don't even know, man. I think Alex <laughs> fucked me over. He he deliberately sent me down this road, and he's laughing right now. So, but I appreciate yeah, it though. So Thanks. It was it was good. Roots got that uh, the bug. that first hit of heroin. The first one's always free, but now you're hooked. Yeah. And uh, it's going to destroy your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's going to wrap up our games segment. Move us into our topic of the week. Our topic of the week, as it is at the end of every month, beginning of the next month, we're going to look back at what a month, Roots. November 2019. Has there ever been such a month? No, not for VR, for sure. It's definitely been, uh, like you were saying earlier, uh, no fillers. It's all all legitimate good games that came out, um, and uh, it's good. I was just making the point that, you know, a year from now, two years from now, there will be no filler, or at least not on our show. Um, it'll all be uh, the as we get to more, more and more advanced games in AAA, it's just going to be one after another. I mean, we're already starting to see it, and it's, we're not there, but um, I can see it, so... Yeah, the bar has been raised, and uh, looking into the very near future, it seems like it's going to just continue in that direction. The bar is going to continue to be raised, uh, at least through the next year, as far as we can see. Yeah. You know. All right, so for those of you who don't know how this works, we have uh, broken it down into PlayStation VR, Oculus Quest, and PC VR. And in each category... We pick uh, what is, in our opinion, the four or five top releases. We don't list every game that came out for the whole month because we'd be here all night doing that. We pick four or five that we feel like are the best, and then Roots picks one that he thinks is the game of the month. I'll pick one. Uh, if I agree with him and there's another close second, we'll pick. Uh, he'll pick one and I'll pick a different one. And then at the end of the year, uh, and it's approaching fast, we're going to have our uh, the 2019 show. It's going to be our last Monday show of the year where we're going to give out uh, not only the Game of the Year awards, which is going to come from uh, the games we pick every month. We're going to compile those and pick out which one in each category is the Game of the Year. But we're also going to have other uh, uh, genre picks for best games in, in genres or uh, what we've been asking uh, from you, the community, is to come into our Discord and give us some ideas for some really off-the-wall genres and roots. Uh, some of these ideas people are coming up with are pretty good, right? Yeah, I was blown away, actually. We have people joining the Discord and just laying down 10 things here, you know, like they've been thinking about it for a month. Um, and it's cool because as we get more and more um, category uh, things that we agree with, um, we can solidify the what we both want, which is 
We don't want any normal, boring, generic categories. Like, that's for the other shows out there. You know, not for virtual strangers. So. Right, right. We, we pride ourselves on having different content, and we pride ourselves for, for our community above all. And uh, you guys are great. Uh, keep them coming. Uh, we're going to leave the, uh, the channel up for the Discord for most of the remainder of the week. Uh, at which point we'll pick which ones we're going to go with. And then next week you guys can vote. You can, well, I mean, we're not going to really give you the list. We're going to ask you, okay, what do you think should win in this category? And we're going to take suggestions. It kind of is a vote because we're going to ask you, you know, even if you see yours being named by someone else, you should rename it. And, uh, that, that will give us some input as to who we should choose for the winner we're not doing it it's not a democracy here we are choosing the winners and we haven't decided yet whether we're just going to choose one overall or if roots is going to pick one he thinks and i'm going to pick one i think or maybe we'll even have three one from roots one from me and one from the community if the if you guys participate mm -hmm. heavily maybe we'll do that um but uh, your input's definitely going to have some impact on the winners uh, time's ticking away. The year is almost over. So uh, the invite link is in the description. Join our Discord. Uh, come and, and tell us what categories that you'd like to see on our year-end show. And, uh, and then next week, tell us who should win. Now, a lot more incentive than that to, uh, to participate in our 2019 celebration. Because as I said before, this epic year deserves... An epic send-off and we're not really a channel who does a whole lot of giveaways on a regular basis but we're doing one for this and you know if we're only going to do one it's going to be a doozy so we're giving out tons of games there's going to be loads of prizes uh they're going to be hidden throughout the video so if by some chance you can't make it live you still could win by watching the video having eagle eyes some of them will be easy to find some of them will be not so easy to find. So keep your eyes peeled. Pull out your uh, your, your pause button and uh, parse it frame by frame like like uh, the Zapruder film. And uh, who knows what you might find in there. But uh, we're going to give out some codes in the uh, in the live chat as well when we premiere. Um, like I was saying on the last episode, they won't necessarily all be just code drops. We'll probably do some just code drops in the chat but others we might draw names because i know some people don't like that where uh you just drop the code in the uh description and then one guy who can type really fast ends up winning all the games uh so we're going to make it fair we're going to make it uh so that everybody has a chance whether you're live or you're not live whether you type fast or, or have no hands everybody gets a chance and uh yeah if you have no hands uh, i want to know how you're playing vr <laughs> Well, you could do, you could play it well. Yeah. There, there are some games. True. Those are called gaze-based games. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're very inclusive here. We're having a hell of a party at the end of the year. Don't miss it. And, uh, again, join our Discord. Participate. Help us build this party. It's your party, too. It's not just ours. We just happen to be the MCs. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. We need some nominations from November Roots. Who do we have up first in the category of PSVR? Ah, well, I since I'm start, I have to start with this one. 
you know, like <laughs> this is my baby. Just came to uh, PlayStation VR. Huge. I'm surprised this hasn't came to PlayStation VR before now. Um, and that is Autica. And uh, what better game can you imagine uh, for a, uh, I mean, one of the things that we know for most rhythm games, that's where they've all got started, right? Is on consoles, Guitar Hero, all of those games. So, yeah, and those games, uh, some of those came from uh, the people who brought us Autica. Right? Yeah, Harmonics, man. And uh, this is such a good game. This is my my go-to game. It it breaks my heart and my soul to say this, but I haven't played it for weeks, man. I've been having withdrawals. I'm thinking about Autica all the time. I don't know what the hell is going on. Definitely need to get back into it and uh, love to check it out on PlayStation VR, but I'm I'm torn, Wes. I, uh, I've already bought it on multiple, multiple platforms. Do I really need it again on PlayStation um, just to see what it is like um, with move controllers and stuff, you know? So. Yeah, it could be one of those odd situations. You know, there's a lot of people who have both people like me who have the PC and also have PlayStation VR. And I know with Beat Saber, oddly enough, a lot of people prefer to play Beat Saber on PlayStation mm. VR. They say that the move controllers just feel better for that game. Maybe it's the same thing with Autica. I doubt it, but it's a possibility. Yeah, because it's a gun versus a, a saber. Um, probably the same argument that people use for... Um, vive and the wands because it feels more like a, right. a, a like a saber so. yeah, that makes sense right? yeah all right so our next nomination for playstation vr game of the month november is a game that we reviewed just a couple of weeks ago on this uh channel a very beautiful charming game albeit short uh the curious tale of the stolen pets this is a game uh, from Fast Travel Games, the same developers who brought us Apex Construct and Roots. Um, I mean, it's a game not for everyone, but uh, it, you'd have to be blind not to see that this is a beautiful game, right? Oh, yeah, and it's perfect. Again, it's, um, you know, I know everybody says kids shouldn't play VR and, you know, whatever. <laughs> My nephew's getting a, a, a quest and he's 10. Um, so it's just, it's happening. Deal with it. Um, what a better, uh, platform or can you think of a better platform, uh, to, for kids to play this on, um, or anybody really, uh, it's just a, a very, I look at this game and, and honestly, I just, it looks like a really cool kids game and, uh, um, it's just very cool, very interactive. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the, my only issue with it was that it was only an hour long, but they priced it accordingly, to be fair. I enjoyed my time in it. There wasn't much challenge to it, but you know me, I'm an explorer. I like to I like to explore, and when you have these cute little miniature worlds in front of you, uh, it makes it easy because you can just move it around. Uh, easy to, uh, to, to manipulate the small little world in front of you, and uh, tons of little things to find in this game. And there's actually pretty soon going to be even more to find in this game. And we'll get to that in just a little bit later in the episode. But uh, a very well done game and a deserving nomination. Um, the third PSVR nomination is a game that uh, has been a long time coming. We have been waiting for this game since before we even had VR. Uh, I'm talking, of course, about Golem. You know, we said it many times 
that uh, you know, as long as it took them to get this one to market, they better deliver. And largely, I feel like they have here. This is a great game. It's not a good game. This is a great game. And if you're someone like me who enjoys counter melee, uh, you have to have fast reflexes to fight in this game. But it's not about the fighting. The fighting is almost secondary. This is an exploration game. It's a big, massive world. They play with uh, scale. Uh, unlike most games ever have before them. I mean, they do a really good job playing with scale, top-notch visuals and audio, and Roots, just a, a great game. Yeah, something I'm, you know, even though I'm not big on Melee, um, or specifically this type of Melee, um, I watch the trailer and I hear you talk about it, and it makes me want to um, buy one of those controllers and, and try it sometime, and I probably will when it goes on sale at some point. Um, but, uh, you know, it looks like a really, really well done, uh, game. So I want to try it. Yeah, it is. It's very good. It's very good. All right, Roots, uh, what is our number four PSVR nomination? All right. Number four is a game that, uh, we actually, I think we just talked about it not too long ago as well. And that is uh contagion VR and, uh, what an amazing game to come again to this platform. Uh, they don't have too many. I mean, they've got the sunshine, and they don't have too many zombie games. That's good. Yeah, a, a, a perfectly timed port. And it didn't seem like it was going to be so at first because this is another one of those games that PlayStation VR has been waiting for for a long time. But uh, their lead developer or lead programmer resigned a little over a year ago. I thought it was Curtain's for uh, Contagion VR Outbreak, but they have done five times the work on this game since he left, so kudos to this uh, development team. Um, I meant to uh, do a full segment on this not long ago, uh, but I had some technical difficulties, and we kind of moved past it, but uh, coming up, I still want to check this one out on PlayStation VR. What I, The time that I did have in it, uh, it seemed like it was a pretty solid port, even though I did only play the first mission on it. So uh, definitely a deserving nomination, a pretty good game, and, and timed very well. You, you know, uh, we thought it was going to conflict with those Walking Dead games, but uh, Servios pushed uh, pushed their game into 2020. The other one scheduled for January 2020. So uh, Contagion has the market to themselves for a couple of months, and I, I'm really glad because. Uh, uh, this is really solid uh, as a zombie, as far as zombie games go. Uh, give us the last nomination for PlayStation VR. Roots. Oh, okay, the last one that just came out is uh, a game that we actually are going to be reviewing pretty soon, and that is Aspire One. Um, and that's yeah, I was going to add more to the name, but that's the name of it. There is no more. Um, but yeah, this is actually a pretty good game. Uh, pretty good stealth game, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, still undecided on just how good it is, but I did enjoy my time in it. Uh, admittedly, need more time in it, uh, so I don't want to uh, give a final judgment on it. Just watch for our re review session coming up in uh, in uh, uh, soon, within the next few weeks most likely. We'll be reviewing this one, and we'll have a, a final verdict. We'll tell you if it's good, bad, or ugly then. But um, a little bit of a rocky start. 
with uh, PlayStation VR version from what I'm hearing. Uh, but I think they're getting on top of it. They've already patched it with one major patch. I think there's another one on the way. So uh, uh, another solid title to round out the five for PlayStation VR. That's a pretty solid lineup. I know we talk a lot on this uh, program about how PSVR hasn't had much going on. But when you take cross-platform games into the into the bigger picture and you're not just thinking about exclusives, there's still good games coming to PSVR. So Yeah, yeah, it's five good ones right there. Uh, out of the five roots, what is your pick for PSVR game of the month? All right, so this might be controversial with some people. Um, they might not understand my choice, uh, but I'm going to have to go with Golem as the number one. And I know a lot of people thought I was going to pick my baby Attica, but you know, it's an amazing game. I love it, but that doesn't mean the community is just going crazy over Golem and uh, people are saying it's the best game that they've ever played now that might be a little extreme because we got Astrobot, we got Resident Evil 7 Wipeout, we've got a lot of good games um, but man from what people are saying and that's one of the reasons why I want to try it um, and of course your your opinion uh, it just it is the best of that list in my opinion anyway yeah I agree. Yeah, it kind of threw me for a, a loop there, too. I, I, I almost had you uh, <laughs> pinned in for uh, Autica there. But, uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, just because we haven't played a game don't mean that we won't pick it for Game of the Month. When we're looking at Game of the Month, we're, we're looking at a, a combination of things. Not only how much fun did we have playing it, but uh, what other people are saying as well. That means uh, just as much, if not more so, than our our personal opinions and golem absolutely would have been my pick it was going to be my pick after you picked autica mm. so uh if we have to pick another one you know uh aspire one might normally would have uh, been it or at least been a serious contender for it but with all of the uh the trouble that they've had on the playstation platform i really can't pick it as a game of the month for PSVR, I, I guess I would have to take Autica. Autica is an awesome game, better than Beat Saber in my opinion, and uh, probably the best pure rhythm game that I've played. Not the best rhythm game overall. Obviously, I like Pistol Whip better. It's more my cup of tea. But uh, Autica is probably the best pure rhythm game that I've ever played. And if you're going to go with Gollum and I've got to pick a runner-up, it's going to be Autica this month. Yeah, I agree with that as well. I mean, uh, Curious Tale, definitely a, a high level of quality there, but very short and uh, very uh, child-focused with the theme in it. So uh, I think Autica is the best choice here. You know, one thing I was going to say about those short things, like um, we, we've had discussion in the, uh, the Discord over the last 24 hours of people saying, look, I, I think I'm done with Asgard's Wrath. Um, it's too long or it's just the, the melee is too much. And, um, there's a place for short experiences. There's a place for short games. They just need to be priced accordingly. I don't want to play every game. Like that's going to be 20, 30, 40 hours long. That to me is too much, man. Asgard's wrath is, is quite a bit to chew on, man. The first three or four heroes and you're like man this game is 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 still going and uh that's great 
it's just i'll finish it a year from now um and uh so i i just think i i love shorter experiences as long as i'm not overpaying for them I totally agree, and I think that uh, when you're talking about whether something's worth buying or not, I have no problem with buying and playing shorter experiences, but when, we, uh, when we're getting into talking about what's the game of the month, uh, kind of hard to pick an hour, hour title as the game of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, Asgard's Wrath goes, I think what you said there uh, really – uh, is really telling these people who are saying that they're done with Asgard's Wrath, they burnt themselves out on it. This game isn't necessarily meant to be marathon straight through like that. If you got 40 hours plus of gameplay, there's no reason why this game shouldn't at least take you a few months to play through. I mean, who wants to play the same thing every day? I don't know. Some people really feel like they 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 they've got to finish it. They got to they're driven they got a race it's a race yeah it's a race within a race yeah anyway to each their own if that's how you want to play it fine but uh uh you know i might never see the end of that game you know what i mean it's so long but i guarantee you i won't ever get sick of it yeah no especially if you've you know i mean you got 30 more hours to go probably right so yeah probably more than that to be honest after ever since Stormlands came out. I forgot about <laughs> forgot about Asgard's Wrath. Yeah, it's kind of one of the things that's happened, right? And it's every time something comes out, even Pistol Whip got forgotten, and uh, that's Pistol Whip, man. Yeah. yeah, Pistol Whip made people forget about Asgard's Wrath, and then Stormlands made people forget about Pistol Whip. Yeah, so I think the next one will be the Saints and Sinners will make everybody forget about everything, even your job. You're gonna lose your job. And then you're gonna have no power <laughs> to run your VR. So, all right. Uh, so let's move on to Oculus Quest games, and uh, I'll just go ahead and throw out the first one there because it's something that we've already talked about for PSVR, and that is the Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets. Not a whole lot more to add here. Just an awesome experience. I can say firsthand that it translates almost perfectly into the Oculus Quest. I played it on both. There's not a whole lot of difference. Uh, just a quality, quality title. Roots, what is the second nominee? Uh, second one was so huge that uh, um, Stormland made everybody forget it came out, and that is uh, Vader Immortal. And it is huge. Okay. Don't get me wrong. It's not that it's not huge, but, man, it just shows you that... Uh, Sometimes something as big as Star Wars in VR can be overshadowed by um, such a big release. And uh, um, it was just crazy how we literally remembered it like almost 10 o'clock at night. Oh, shit, we haven't even downloaded that yet. So, Right. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it was, wasn't it? Because there was so much going on in November. How could you overlook Star Wars? You know, when you when you first get into VR and you first experience it, your mind starts to race with the possibilities of the things that you might one day see in VR. And absolutely, almost unanimously, one of those things is maybe one day I can live a Star Wars movie. And that's pretty much what Vader Immortal is. And uh, for all of its faults, and there are a few faults with it, uh, still a a solid, solid title, uh, a system seller if nothing else, and definitely should be considered uh, for Game of the Month. Uh, The next uh, 
nominee that we have for Oculus Quest Game of the Month is a game that we've alluded to a few times already, and that is Pistol Whip. You know, um, this game, we always talk about how if you're going to do a rhythm game, you need to make it your own, and that's exactly what Cloudhead Games did here. They made one of the most addictive shooters that I've ever played and one of the most fun rhythm games that I've ever played. Yeah, right? yeah, this game is amazing. And uh, um, I've never seen more people chatting about a game um, community-wise. Like, it's one of those games that, you know, if you love leaderboards like MameFan and, uh, or even you, really, you're a, a leaderboard fanatic on the right games, you, you got to be at the top and you get driven, right? And you just want, you, you know, I look at, you know, I see Drillo up there and I see, you know, driven by crushing everybody. I mean, getting number two in the world on one song or something. It's crazy. I just love it. I love, love competing against friends and, um, and then watching them totally annihilate my score. So, actually, that's kind of sad, actually. Yeah, yeah just, just an awesome game. And I, I didn't play much VR last week. I had family in. I was busy doing other things. One of the things I was doing was demoing VR uh, for the first time to these people. And uh, I went to the same game every time for everyone that I put in it. And that game was Pistol Whip. So... Uh, I think that is a testament in itself to how good this game yeah, is. Yeah, how well was it re received really well? Yeah, everybody loved it. Uh, no one said, oh, my God, this is terrible. Get me out of this thing. Everybody loved it. And um, a couple of times uh, I had to save children from being knocked senseless from <laughs> walking into the play area when they shouldn't have been. But uh, oh, no disasters. Man. Uh, a couple of close calls, but but nothing uh, nothing traumatic happened uh, this time anyway. Yeah, nothing says a uh, good VR time like a kid getting smacked across the face. <laughs> Not too hard, just enough to you know, like you said, let them know, hey man, this is this is serious business, man. You don't walk out in this this war field here. So yeah, we had a couple of them. Almost had the tooth fairy come early. <laughs> Because they had to pick their teeth up off the ground. Oh, right? man. At least there's money there. You know, it's always good. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Uh, number four, Oculus Quest Game of the Month nominee is another game that we've already talked about in the uh, PlayStation VR segment, and that is Aspire 1 VR Operative. Um, this game, you know, not a whole lot more to say about it here other than it, it's fairly, uh, it, it's uh, a lot better received on oculus quest than it was in playstation vr i haven't tried it on the quest but i haven't really heard anybody complaining about it and uh when it comes to games like this no news is good news right? yeah yeah i mean it like you said it it everybody was talking about the other release so yeah i think this probably came out pretty well and being able to move around um would be good it'd be nice in this game have an extra um degree of freedom almost right yeah, I just want to try walking through one of those uh, level five security clearance doors. I wonder if I could just walk through that thing. And let's see what's on the other side of it. What do they have locked up in their roots? I want to. I don't know. I think it's government secrets, AI. You know, this is one thing. It's a little bit off the cuff, but you know, I don't really trust AI a hundred percent. And Carmack's too smart to go work on it. I've decided. I think they need to scrap that because I think. 
he may single-handedly bring down the human race um with <laughs> he's gonna solidify ai and we're all screwed so. i knew that we were screwed back during the uh the Neuralink launch remember a few months ago elon musk launched the uh Neuralink brain interface chip yeah. uh he was uh he was he made some comments back during that thing on john carmack and how uh, awesome it would be to work with him again. Mm. And as soon as he said that, I said, oh, no. <laughs> they're going to take Carmack away. And then here we are two months later. Yep. And uh, what happened? Carmack's gone. Yeah, that's crazy. But the one, well, the one good thing about John Carmack is he is passionate about his work. And Oculus Quest is still a work in progress. And I still very much feel like he's going to have his hands uh, on the future of that device if nothing else. yeah i agree all right one more oculus quest nomination roots what do we have ah uh, this one is actually um kind of cool that's coming to the quest and uh because there's not too many good puzzle games or at least that i know of uh it's fisherman's tale and this is one of the games that i think um does so many things right this should be an amazing game to to uh, demo to people too. It does scale. It does like the mind fuck thing where, like, I, some of the puzzles are still so cool. The way you you go to another area and pick the shrink, the smaller thing, and use it in. I don't know, man. There's just so much to this game. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, this is one of those games that I haven't tried yet, but it's very high on my backlog list. Uh, puzzle games take time, and. Uh, I haven't had very much up until now. You got to try this, dude. But You're uh, a puzzle fanatic, yeah, man. This is good. Yeah, th this has always been high on my list. I don't know why I haven't actually gotten around to playing this one yet. Every time I look at it, I'm like, man, that thing looks cool. So, uh, yeah, I probably should check it out at some that point. That blows me away. 2018, has it really been out that long? It's been out for a while, man. Man, dude, I feel like I'm getting old in the VR industry. I don't know, man. <laughs> The time the time needs to slow down. Yeah. Right? It just keeps getting faster. It's crazy. All right. Uh, once again, just like with PSVR, maybe even uh, a bit more so, five solid games here, dude. What's your game of the month? Uh, I think, I again, I, th I believe there's a lot of good contenders here. Um, but the one that I'm going to pick, I think, runs away with it. Um, not only because you said it's unique and... Uh, but the gameplay and it's just it's so addictive it's so good and i'd say pistol whip just all around a very very solid um title and uh, it even um i don't remember ever anybody forgetting pistol whip came out like vader immortal did uh you know like it just i don't know yeah i i absolutely 100% agree here and, and as a matter of fact uh, I'm not even going to pick a number two runner up here. I think Pistol Whip takes it hands down, not even close. Uh, I mean, if I had to pick a second place, I mean, I, w I would probably be here all night trying to choose between those four other, you know, solid games. But uh, none of them even compare with Pistol Whip. So I'm just going to uh, reaffirm what you just said. This is one of the best VR games I've ever played and uh, absolutely deserves to be the oculus quest game of the month yeah. all right friends that brings you to brings us to what you all came for pc vr 
game of the month and uh i'm just going to go ahead and kick it off and give us out the uh the first two nominations real quick both games that we just talked about for oculus quest first of all pistol whip the game we just chose for oculus quest i just said it it's one of the best vr games that i've ever played and easily one of the top five from pc vr in november yeah, right? yeah definitely all right uh number two uh again aspire one this was the version that we played we played it on pc vr had a good time still not quite sure how good it is is it good is it great we don't know yet uh we're gonna know very soon stay tuned for that one but uh i can say unequivocally one of the top five pc vr releases of the month roots give us number three uh number three is uh actually um a game that uh we refer to as the stormland effect i guess it really was the asgard effect but this is pretty much the same thing right uh stormland effect games that come out that just change everything and uh um yeah that's number three yeah we just call it the asgard's effect it's because that's when we pretty much walked into this new era uh asgard's wrath introduced us to triple a vr games as we know them now uh asgard's uh, asgard's wrath raised the bar and even when we're talking about stormland or pistol whip or any other game we still call it the asgard's effect mm -hmm. because that basically is when it took effect is when asgard's wrath came out but yeah yeah uh stormland again one of the best games i've ever played maybe the best game i've ever played we're gonna have a tough time uh picking a game of the year this year right? yeah i thought it was gonna be easy after asgard's wrath i thought okay hands down and we thought okay we better play this down you know you don't want to tip your card so early and now it's like fuck man they're just one good game after another and it, you know um i would submit gameplay this this game is more satisfying to me than asgard's wrath you know um that game has more yeah polish in the the quests and the way it looks and companion in so many ways but as far as how it feels um i don't can't think of a game in vr that i've enjoyed more um than this one so yeah yeah 2019 so good that i can honestly say that there's probably five games at least that you could call game of the year and and really you couldn't really argue with yeah i would agree all right, uh, next, another one that, uh, well, I'll just go ahead and, and, and just run off the last two here because both games that we talked about previously for Oculus Quest, Vader Immortal, Episode 3, uh, again, Star Wars in real life, Darth Vader standing right in front of you. You get to use the Force. You get to use a lightsaber. Uh, where else but VR can you do that, Rich? No, nowhere. And you get to use the Force to grab a blaster and blast stormtroopers and um deal with an annoying robot lady that you i can't stand but i don't know man i <laughs> jar jar binks 2.0 that's that's what i say <laughs> yeah mm. for real no i like the character but i uh i don't think maybe uh maybe maya rudolph might not be the best choice to play a star wars droid it's supposed to be a robot bro yeah it's supposed to be a robot yeah 
All right, and number five, rounding it out. We've said it twice already. We're going to say it again. The Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets, absolutely a solid title. Uh, again, not for everybody, not the longest thing in the world. Uh, but if you like exploring a, a miniaturized fairy tale world, this is the game for you. All right, Roots. Uh, you know, I would say that it's an easy choice, but it's not an easy choice this month, bro. What do you got? What's the game of the month for PCVR? Uh, for PCVR, um, man, I, it's really comes down to two, uh, you know, and uh, as much as I enjoy um, Pistol Whip, I think Stormland <laughs> runs away with it, for me anyway, um, just because uh, it's just every time I play it, I, I it gets better, uh, uh, you know. Um, and there's so many ways you can play it. And just what we were talking about in the Discord today, um, you know, Drillo was saying he, he got some tips to uh, to upgrade the mo mobility, um, the you know, the, the streamlining and the jumping or the boosting and all the stuff to make you move right off the bat um, to make your moving around. I mean, there's just a, diff a lot of different ways you can build your, your build. And every time, every week it's changing. So you have a whole different opportunity to re-change and try different things. And I think it's brilliant. And uh, um, I really love this game. Yeah, uh, we just said it last week, uh, how relieving it was to us that we did find out that Sony does own this IP and that we may get it on PlayStation VR in the future because what that means for PC VR right now is that they're going to continue to work on it. They're going to continue to patch it, make it better. And just today or yesterday, uh, we saw the first evidence of that with a, a patch that uh, not only uh, improved the gameplay, but improved the performance as well from what I'm hearing. Yeah, and they improved the AI as well as making it more um, intelligent and, and more... Um, it's just... I just think it's cool. You know, it's only been what a week or has it been two weeks now Man, time is flying um that this has came out and they're already uh adding stuff changing stuff fixing stuff you know a lot of games would fix the bugs but they're not going to improve the ai you know like to me that's a huge step that it shows that they're listening to the community and um and uh it made me want to go back in immediately uh so yeah, so, uh, yeah, I totally agree. I'm having more fun with Stormland right now than anything else that I'm playing. But, that said, two weeks does not a great game make. And I got to honestly wonder, a year from now, uh, which game are we going to be playing more? Are we going to be playing Stormland still? Or are we going to be playing Pistol Whip? So I'm going to go ahead, and uh, since you chose Stormland, uh, Pistol Whip is a worthy opponent for stormland it's again it's a toss-up either one there's no wrong choice here but if you're picking stormland i'm going to pick pistol whip because uh again uh what you know two weeks is two weeks what about two months what about 12 months pistol whip we know the style of gameplay that it is it's a replayable game and we just know that they're going to keep adding levels and features into it and who knows, in a year's time from now, maybe Pistol Whip's the best game we've ever played. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's true. 
So uh, there you have it, folks. That's our games of the month for December. I'm going to go ahead and give an honorable mention to I Expect You to Die, who put out the Death Engine DLC in November. Haven't got a chance to try it out yet, but uh, this is a very solid game, and this is the final chapter of it. We're going to get the ending in the Death Engine DLC, and uh, it was a free DLC, came out during November, and I think that that's at least worth mentioning. Yep. All right, so what did we say? An awesome November, right? And it keeps ramping up. We had an awesome August, an awesome September, uh, a really awesome October, and then November, even better than that. Uh, Roots, we got another solid month ahead of us here in December, right? Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming out, actually. Yeah, so we're going to run down this a little bit quicker than we did our Games of the Month. Again, just like with the Games of the Month, we didn't list everything that's coming out. These are just the ones, the best of the ones that we know about. And uh, again, as we always say when we do these, uh, there's going to be stuff come out that we don't even know about yet. There's always surprise releases, and I, I promise you when we come back here at the beginning of January and look back at December, there's going to be games on our list that are not on our preview list right now. It happens every month, and this month's going to be no different. But even if it is, Roots, a pretty good uh, menu here, right? Yeah, let me ask you this. Do you think that will ever change? Because I don't, like, I don't remember flat gaming being like this. Like, you know, that you have set dates for games. You don't have shit just drop out of nowhere, you know, and I, it's cool. Um, but at what point does it not, you know, it, everything has a formula and the only reason why they're, they're able to get away with it is because it's not as big as it is. And I would imagine once it gets really big, you're not going to see, you know, they're going to want people to know when shit comes out. It's just bizarre. It's always been bizarre to me to just drop shit out of nowhere. And I'm sure there's some marketing genius, uh, reason for it. Um, and we like it. But uh, there's got also a reason why more more companies don't do it mainstream. So yeah, I think that we are going to start to see that taper off as VR becomes a more mature platform. I feel like as uh, games like Stormlands, Asgard's Wrath, and Pistol Whip come out and continue to raise the bar, you're going to start to see some of the lower end independent developers fall off the map. And when that happens. Uh, a lot of this surprise release stuff is going to go away. And furthermore, I think the reasoning or one of the main reasons behind doing it is uh, they're trying to control hype. Because in the early days of VR, we had people get super hyped for games and get overhyped for them. And then when by the time the game comes out, it's a bit of a letdown and people end up giving it unfair criticism. But as I said, as we get these more Stormlands, Asgard's Wrath uh, Half-Life Alex type games as people become content and happy with the uh, the level of quality that we have in VR then people are going to stop getting so hyped for games and then when people stop getting so hyped for these mid-level games people are going to feel a lot more comfortable about telling us about them yeah yeah I agree makes good sense so so I think we'll see less of that in 2020, and uh, within the next two or three years, it's probably going to be pretty uh, on par with flat games. At least that's what I think. Yeah. All right, so uh, before we start talking about the different platforms, 
I do want to make a mention of a few uh, DLC that we know that are coming this month, just because uh, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of solid DLC coming out in December. First of all, we have the Angry Birds Isle of Pigs level editor. And uh, this just took... The, the arc for this game is very interesting, Roots. I thought it was an okay, solid game when it came out. They updated it with the spooky levels, which we haven't even got all the spooky levels yet. We've only got half of those. And uh, I thought the spooky levels made it a very good game. This Angry Birds uh, Isle of Pigs level builder is going to be a Mario uh, Maker style of thing where the community contributes uh, uh, their levels to it. And it's basically, it's going to mean unlimited quality content in this game and freedom like we've always wanted in it to use what bombs we want and or what birds rather that we want and uh i think that this is going to make this a great game roots what do you think i agree you know i'm not one to build things but um you know at least i i would you gotta have a lot of creativity to to get all these chain reactions but one thing i am uh hip on is watching what other people have done because there's a lot of very talented people in this world. And just seeing what people can do with something like this. And like you nailed it. It's unlimited uh, potential for levels. You know, especially if it if they do it right. And people really um, do, you know, take off and start creating stuff. Who knows what the hell we'll get. Maybe I will create one. And it'll be the best one in the world. And everybody will be looking for Roots' level. But uh, probably not. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, you know, I won't. I've never made a level in Mario Maker, and I have Mario Maker one and two here. I have Mario Maker one on two different platforms. Never made a level, but you know what? I will do. I'll go in there all day playing other people's levels. Uh, well, I mean, that is if I were a flat gamer and still playing that stuff. But uh, anyway, the point is, I'm just the same. I won't make it, but I, I'm very excited to have this pretty much unlimited content now what i heard about this game and i'm not sure how it's going to work or if it's even true but what i heard is that this update this dlc is only free for a little while so uh, when it hits the store get it because it's not going to be free forever that's weird it is weird yeah anyway next dlc we're going to talk about it's one we've been waiting for since e3 beat saber 360 uh this is coming to every platform in some form we always wondered because initially they said it was just coming to oculus quest because obviously it's perfect for oculus quest but i know that even playstation versions getting uh getting an update that is uh, 120 degrees rather than a full 360. uh so yeah uh beat saber 360 highly anticipated supposed to hit the uh, the game in December. I like how it says spring 2019. They sure missed their their deadline on that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Pistol Whip High Priestess coming out on the 19th of December. This is a brand new level. One of a few from what I hear that we're going to be getting for Pistol Whip. This is what we said we wanted when we first got this game roots. It looks like they're giving it to yeah. us. Yeah, it's so quick too, man. You know, everybody was uh, complaining about $25, and uh, 
was one of our biggest concerns was that we were going to have to pay for uh, DLC. So at least we're getting one for free. I would imagine they're going to do a few. And let's be honest, they, they... if you want to have songs, if you want to have your favorite popular songs, the royalties cost money. So eventually we're going to pay for those songs. And if you, I mean, you don't have to. That's one of the beauties of these DLCs is usually they're independent songs. And if you really love a certain song, you'll pick it two bucks. I don't know, man. People will pick up anything on iTunes for $2, uh, but then they'll bitch about right. picking a song up on Pistol Whip. So, Right. Yeah, well, they have confirmed that we are going to get a few of them for free. So that's cool. Yeah, it is. All right, uh, the last DLC I want to talk about is one that I alluded to just a little bit earlier, and that is The Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets. This, uh, not the biggest DLC. This is just a minor thing that they're adding in uh, for the holidays. Uh, apparently, uh, they're going to go back through all five levels and hide Christmas gifts. Now, what is collecting those going to give you? Probably some sort of achievement, I would imagine. What kind of gifts are they going to be? No idea. All we know is that that's what they're doing. Mm. They're doing a holiday update, hiding some uh, some gifts in there. So for those of you who enjoyed exploring this world, uh, there's going to be more and uh, a reason to go back in. Cool. All right. So let's get to our PSVR preview. Well, the first one uh, is literally out today. Uh, the first title that we're going to be talking about is Stardust Odyssey. This is a game, uh, I guess a few content creators got the uh, the early key today, and I watched a little bit of footage of it. Uh, a beautiful game, from what I can tell. Uh, looks stunning in the PSVR. Uh, fun gameplay, supposed to be great co-op, but a little bit repetitive, I think, is what the word is on this one. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me is that it was going to be, after a while, would get old or, and I don't know. I mean, you know, every game can get repetitive, but uh, um, I guess the co-op would be more about how much fun it is playing with that person, right? That, that's what the people are saying, that, that the real value in this game is co-op gameplay and that it's absolutely stunning from a production standpoint. Oh, cool. What's the uh, number two PSVR release in December? Uh, number two is Fuji. And it comes out to what? No, December 10th? That's right. Yeah. This one actually looks pretty cool. Looks like the, I mean, it It looks weird, but man, the, the it looks very real. Like the plants and stuff, right? Yeah, this is just a trailer. Uh, okay. <laughs> the game don't look like this. Uh, uh, well, let me see what this game looks like. I can't remember what it looks like, right? So I guess you're, you're. I know you get into plant stuff or you're dealing with like a garden or something. Yeah, it's like a cosmic garden. It's more of an experience really than a game. I mean, there's some interactivity to it, but uh, it's more of, if you're, uh, if you're one of these people who's taken so many drugs that you feel each individual blade of grass has a soul uh you're gonna love fuji because this world is full of plant life and it's really trippy and it's all around you and uh basically more of a trippy experience in the game but it looks beautiful yeah it looks really cool and you know that was one of the things i was thinking about um just nog you know and just all the things going on the 3d and stuff and um vr is such a great a platform to see weird bizarre things happening and this actually looks really trippy like you said 
Um, I really didn't <laughs> didn't really think I wanted to play this game, but it looks really cool, actually. A lot better than I uh, yeah. remember for some reason. Well, that's the power of VR, and we've said it a lot on here. Even games that you would not touch with a 10-foot pole on a flat screen can be you know, amazing in VR. And I think this could be one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. And it's named after an apple. So you can't go wrong. Right. So <laughs> right. it's like my second or third favorite. Apple yeah. Too, that's right? a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead and give us the next PSVR. Uh, the next well. one is, uh, I was just talking about this today. And, uh, as soon as I can get my 180 degrees, uh, goodness down, I'm going to be enjoying the hell out of this with my wheel. Um, but this is coming out for PlayStation VR, and this is Turing Cards. It's what, uh, December 12th? Yep, that's right. This is huge for VR. I mean, this. whenever you think of platforming again, you think of Mario Kart. Um, this is the closest thing to Mario Kart um, in VR at the moment. And uh, like I said, man, driving that wheel and, and you seeing your hand, and that's kind of a cool thing too. I was thinking, you know, all these people I'm playing against when I get it right, um, they're going to see my hand moving around and they're going to know I'm not slumming it like the rest of these fuckers <laughs> with my controller. I got my free hand. I can grab shit and I can throw it at you. So, Yeah, total, uh, a load of fun this game. Uh, like Mario Kart, there's lots of uh, power-ups and weapons that you can use. And, uh, you know, we've said it since day one. We need a good kart racer in VR. And in Ivanovich Games comes to the rescue with touring carts and it's a a good pickup for the uh playstation vr platform yeah absolutely all right and speaking of awesome racing games mini motor racing x is supposed to be out in december this month we don't have a date for it but uh they said it would be out in december or they said it would be out this year i guess is what i should say and that that leaves december so if we're going to get it this year uh then it has to be coming out soon and this looks cool to me roots this looks like rc pro-am to me and i absolutely loved rc pro-am back in the day and uh it's one of these games that looks like it would be good out of vr it looks like it'll be good in vr it just looks fun yeah and don't let it fool you a lot of people and this is the big misconception back in the day as a, a third person man this isn't going to be good tell you what watching this these type of races like in uh was it uh blaze rush or whatever where you're above the racetrack and you're watching the it's fucking fun man i i can imagine you add weapons and uh who knows what and um of course multiplayer this is going to be a really amazing game to play in vr yeah it's games like this that make you really appreciate the 3d in vr because you see all these little miniaturized things in front of you, and it, it looks literally like they're right in front of your face. They look like toys, like they're actual real toys. We were we were admiring the toys in uh, Farpoint Lobby earlier today just because of how real they look. Yeah, they look really cool, actually. That was really cool. Yeah. All right, so that's going to wrap up PSVR. We move on to Oculus Quest, and the first title that uh we're going to talk about for oculus quest is actually already out came out yesterday and that's the climb and i was actually quite delighted when i woke up today and checked my email and got a copy of the climb for oculus quest so uh as awesome as this game is according to everyone i'm going to know soon 
because I'm going to experience it for the first time on Oculus Quest. And the great thing about the climb on Oculus Quest, uh, you know, as, as amazing as everyone says that it is, and pretty much everyone's saying that it's absolutely amazing in the Quest, uh, it's cross by. So I didn't only just get a Quest version of it, I also got it on the, uh, on the Oculus Store. And for those of you who've been waiting for it to go on sale, because it's so expensive, I'm pretty sure it just took a permanent price cut down to thirty bucks as well. Yeah, which is uh, still thirty bucks is still still a good amount of money. But this game is definitely um, if you like climbing, and even if you just I don't know, man, visually this thing is so stunning. Gives you that good sense of uh, of height. And like I've said before, man, I didn't think it I was affected by it at all until I realized I was gripping my controllers really tight because i didn't want to fall um even though it wasn't a fear of falling it was just i didn't want to fall um so it sounds like a fear of falling um but yeah it's this definitely a good game definitely a good pickup for the, the quest yeah talk to paradise decay today watched him do a uh playthrough for a, a, a level or two on this thing and uh, he said he was surprised that uh he thought it would be good. He didn't think it would be as good as it is. So we might actually have another red matter on our hands here. One of those things where people say, wow, how did they do that? Well, that'll be another uh, good sample, man. Like sense of height is also another thing that people are really blown away in VR, good and bad. Um, if they're afraid, I mean, either way, just feeling like, whoa, that's, I'm way up high when you're standing in your living room. Uh, you can't feel that on a, a flat game you just can't so that's right there's so much about vr that's just unlike uh anything else that's what makes it such a hard sell to people because you can't you can try to describe how vr is, is to people but there's no way you can ever understand it the words the we don't have words good enough to uh accurately describe the sensations that you feel when you're in virtual reality. Yep. All right, Roots, the number two title, another one we've been waiting on for a while. What is it? All right. This one is uh, huge for um, the Quest, and that's uh, uh, Arizona Sunshine. Uh, just because, again, we don't have very many um, zombie games on that platform. And it's exciting time to get a Quest, man. Look at all these games coming out before Christmas, everything that's already been out. Um, people are going to get the quest on Christmas Day, and they are going to be blown away. Because they actually have good titles. They have a lot of very good choices and a whole plethora of more coming. So, Yeah, check this out. Unlike last week, we actually have Oculus Quest footage this week. And take a look at this thing, dude. Can you believe that this is on a mobile processor? No, I can't believe it at all. You know, it's... um. It looks like everything, especially the guns. Look at this, uh, how good that gun looks, you know. It's just, uh, I think I think people are going to be blown away. And it's going to bring something like, you know, something that's got a good story that, um, you know, it's been one of your favorites. And they're going to get right into uh, the quest for the first time and, and be uh, battling zombies. I think it's awesome. Yeah, th there's not enough games like this on Quest where you have a good five-hour, six-hour campaign to play through uh, absolutely what it needs unfortunately unlike the climb the arizona sunshine people have decided to stick with their 40 dollar price tag on this wow. thing so 
but I'm pretty sure that it is cross by. So if you have it on one, uh, have it on the Rift platform already, you should be able to uh, just get this one for free. Cool. All right, so the next game that we're going to talk about is another one that we've been waiting for a long time about. We first heard about it during uh, the launch of the Oculus Quest. We've known it was coming. We didn't. We never knew when until recently. But on the 13th of December, we're finally getting Vacation Simulator for Oculus Quest. Now, Roots, as you know, uh, rest in peace, my poor television died while I was playing this uh this game but now that you're putting people in it untethered uh there's no hope for the televisions uh in the vr community is there yeah you better pick maybe go to a a room with nothing in it um or like a gym or something uh one of the best things about this being on quest and we kind of uh, alluded to this um it's very it really needs your space. You need the space. Like you either need to make your space small and barely move around, or you need to be able to move around um, and have a lot of space. And uh, I think the quest will allow you to um, to utilize that more, especially you in your specific case, because you can go out to a bigger area. Um, like I literally, at the time, my space was so tiny um, that I had to shrink. It. I had to shrink it. Because I, I was, it was not going to be possible to play this game. And uh, so I think the Quest being um, wireless will actually help this. What do you think? No, I absolutely think so. And I think that actually, uh, as long as it ports as well as I already know that it is, uh, I think the Quest might be the way to go on this one. Only because there's a lot going on in this world. It's a, it's a big step up from Job Simulator. But it's node-based teleportation, and you can't really move around in it the way that you want to using the controls. So being tetherless in this game and being able to walk around is actually going to let you uh, explore these levels a lot better. And uh, if it's anything like Job Simulator, that is. Job Simulator, you can walk around in. It doesn't push you back. It doesn't put up invisible walls. You can actually move through the game. And I bet Vacation Simulator is the same way. And uh, I'd be surprised if uh, this isn't the best version of Vacation Simulator. So let me ask you this. If you're playing the Quest version and you're sitting in a hot tub and it's telling you to throw a fish or something, do you do you have some PTSD? Do you start to shake a little bit? And you're like, no, nah, I'm not doing this, man. Bad memories. I broke a TV. I'm not doing this. Yeah, I still pull my punches to this day ever since that happened. That's something you only do once, and then you start to be a lot more careful. Yeah, it's one of those things that uh, um, I, I literally I face the opposite way uh, from my TV, even though it's a good distance away from where I would be. Um, I'd rather hit my wall, um, which I've done a couple times, thank God not with. You know, that's one of the things about the touch controller people don't realize when you're holding this touch your hand is going to hit first it actually my hand is hit pretty hard i'd rather that than my my controller break so yeah the old cv1 it had knuckle protectors on it but uh, not anymore no. if anything breaks it's going to be your hand yeah that's right well at least you won't have to buy another uh um controller it's expensive man you know it's not expensive to 
do surgery on your hand. Oh, oh, never mind. All right, so moving on. Uh, well, the next title actually is one that we didn't think we were going to get for uh, Oculus Quest. And that title being Pavlov. You know, when they first announced that he was working on Pavlov uh, for Quest, uh, he shortly thereafter came out and announced that they weren't going to let him release it. But uh, apparently, now uh, we're all uh, kumbaya, happy friends in the world. Is this Pavlov? Mm, this is TTT Pavlov, which is uh, um, Terror and Terrorist Town. It's There's so many modes in this game, dude, that have nothing to do with... TTT is one of the biggest games that people have loved to play on Gary's Mod and and other uh other uh flat games um so this is huge uh and uh people love it so i had no idea that this was even a thing yeah <laughs> oh okay well i don't know if this is coming to oculus quest or not but a uh, straight pavlov is coming to oculus quest on the 19th of december seems like the quest store is loosening up a little bit in fact i just found out today that 2MD Football, one of those previously rejected titles that wasn't going to be allowed on Oculus Quest, uh, now it's coming to Quest. So apparently Oculus is loosening up a little bit. They're actually, the, I read last week that they're bringing a game called Sun Shard over to Quest. And this game originally released on SideQuest. It was a sideload app. So if they're willing to do that, then there's hope. There's hope for To The Top. There's hope for touring carts and all the other developers who have been shunned over the last six months. Uh, stick with it. Apparently, uh, Oculus is starting to come around. Do you think it had something to do with, at least for this game, the fact that they were going to put it out for free, sideloading, and, you know, it's like, well, maybe we can make some money off this instead of giving it out, you know? Makes sense. I think anything that Oculus can do to keep people from beginning the process of sideloading because once you start it then you're in and something like pavlov is just the sort of game that will make people go through the 20 minutes of work to start sideloading on their thing uh so yeah i think it's smart especially with the more popular titles uh man to the top could really ream them if they wanted to but uh they've really went silent even you know, I've tried to ask them questions about it uh, a couple of times over the last few months, and they just won't even talk about it anymore. Mm. So I don't know what's going on with them. Maybe they've got some kind of deal going on with Oculus. Uh, hopefully that's what it is, but even if it were the case, I don't know why they wouldn't just say so. I don't know. Maybe they're afraid of disappearing. I don't know. <laughs> it's Facebook. You know, I'll tell you what. They were, they were very chatty when I tried to talk to them right after Oculus said no. They 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 told me all about it then, yeah. but, uh, but ever since they talked to Ruben, uh, they haven't said a word. So yeah. who knows what's yeah, maybe it is coming. Hopefully, yeah. it should it should already be here. Uh, because we talk about Asgard's effect, right, and how some of these indie games won't survive to the top. Definitely not in that category. Still one of the best games in VR, and. Uh, still totally unique nothing else like it i mean i guess there's don't look down at a couple of other games that are kind of like it but nothing on the quality level uh that to the top is. yeah i agree 
All right, one more Oculus Quest game. Roots, what is it? Uh, the next one we have is Radial G uh, Proteus. Now it comes out on Christmas Day, right? Yeah, I think so. That's the, you know, I took this date from a, a website. And I don't know if it literally comes out on Christmas Day. I think I once saw a promo that said holiday 2019. So maybe that's what they're assuming is that it's going to be out on Christmas Day. Uh, but that's the date that I read, so I went ahead and put it down on here. Uh, hopefully it is. Hopefully we get it soon. It looks really cool. Yeah. I know that uh, a couple of people have already played this on YouTube, so it uh, looks pretty awesome. Yeah, it looks like it's if they're already playing it, it's coming soon, right? So That's right. All right, and that brings us to PCVR. And uh, we only did four for PCVR, unlike the five we just did for Quest. But they're four bangers, pretty much. Uh, starting off with Boiling Steel, coming tomorrow from Mirowin. Uh, we talked, uh, we did a whole segment on this game during our last episode, Virtual Strangers 36. Uh, if you want details on this game, go back and check that out. But uh, what this is, is a fast-paced shooter game, but you're not using guns roots you're using power tools, right? Oh yeah, I didn't say I didn't know exactly what you were using, but yeah, that's uh, I guess if that's the case, um, definitely looks very high, um, high-paced, fast action. Uh, so it looks cool. Yeah, well, we're gonna know soon enough. We're gonna find out tomorrow, right? Uh, coming to HTC Vive, Oculus Rift, and Viveport. I'm hoping that this is gonna be an Infinity title. It looks like. The type of title that comes to infinity uh 20 bucks if not i'd be surprised if it's not infinity title um but we'll see yep. you know even if it's not you know 20 bucks is not too bad really well I, I can say this if it is 20 bucks it's a very high candidate on the list for the monday show uh next week so uh stay tuned yep uh all right roots what do we have next all right this next one uh we just talked about uh yesterday or i guess monday on the uh sunday show and um i wasn't really that psyched about that this but the more i watch it the more gameplay i see um i'm really kind of psyched uh to try this uh it's not my genre i'm not a big anime person but um this world looks so beautiful and uh i'm very intrigued to see what it's going to be like yeah, Nostos is a game that we've known about for quite some time. Uh, what a trailer, man. You know, these guys get it. If you want people to even give your game the first look, you've got to have an awesome thumbnail, you got to have a good logo, and you got to have a good trailer. And these guys have knocked it out of the park. If I didn't know better, I would say that this game is coming from a AAA dev company because that's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, it looks unique. Um, the art style looks different. Um, and uh, it's co-op, correct? I think that it is co-op, right? I'm pretty sure that you're right about that, that it is co-op. And uh, multiplayer, I don't think it's even just two players. I think that you can have multiple players in this one. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm really interested in this. And uh, um, I like that they're speaking Spanish. They left the H off, that hola. Um, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, this is this is a great looking game. Uh, generally not my genre, but again, like we just said, VR makes everything good. So uh, it's a big, beautiful world to explore, and really, that's all it takes for me. Yeah, yeah, me too. 
All right. Number three is, uh, oh, this one's Notorious Roots. Why don't you tell us about uh, it? This one. This one has been anticipated for, I don't even know, six months, a year. And uh, actually really blew up in the last few months, three, four months. Um, with all the videos and that is boneworks and what is going to make this amazing is the physics right this is supposed to be the um best physics based uh well it's not a tech demo that's what people were worried about but uh it's really supposed to be revolutionary yeah uh apparently that's the selling point of this game uh everyone that's played it has said that it's the closest to real life interactions that we've seen in vr to date and that enough is is enough to make you want to play it but uh recent footage in recent days uh has really got me hyped for this one yeah even just that throwing that box of ammo off and busting it open and grabbing the ammo just seems like it'd be very satisfying right yeah yeah I'm, oh there's a hatchet yeah yeah so i'm so I'm, I'm so bro i'm psyched you know it's funny it's just the range of emotions in vr because it wasn't even a month ago we were both saying i'm not that psyched for this game anymore it's like i don't even know what the hell's going on it's just um you see more footage and you um and you start you know it's just it it looks so good so check it out dude you have to use a pallet jack to clear the way how cool is that <laughs> super cool man this i mean if you didn't know better and people didn't know better months ago um, you could think this was a Valve Half-Life game or something of that nature. You know, it's just uh, very done so well. So, yeah. Well, not going to have to wait very long. Uh, on the tenth, less than a week away now from Boneworks. Wow, I'm psyched. I think this could be the one. This could probably be the um, the new game that that knocks Stormland down as far as what people are playing. And it's like, uh, I want to play more Stormland, but Boneworks, man. I just got Boneworks. So. Yeah, and not two days after Boneworks comes out, Budget Cuts 2 is coming out. And I know what you're saying. Budget Cuts 1 was a bit of a letdown. Well, let me tell you, friends, Neat Corporation, they heard you say that, and they brought in our friends at Fast Travel Games to bring that special sauce to make this into a VR game that everybody wants to play. And uh, it looks good, man. It looks like uh, you're not going to be confined to that building anymore. You're going to venture out into the outside world. Looks like there's going to be tons more weapons. Uh, it looks like a, a solid title, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and that was one of the things I didn't... I mean, the knives were cool and stuff, throwing knives, but um, I want to use bow and arrow. I want to throw robots off the side of a building. So I get to do Hell both. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a game that I've been looking forward to since I first saw this trailer. A game that I wasn't very psyched about until I saw the trailer. Uh, but I know uh, I know the quality of work that comes from Fast Travel Games. Everything they do uh, seems like it came from a much bigger studio. And uh, uh, definitely looking forward to this one on the 12th. All right, Roots, what a show, brother. I think we made it through it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> quite a bit, right? Yeah, well, man, they keep bringing these games out. Who are we? I mean, it's our job to tell the people what's coming. And trust me, guys, there's more. There's more. These are just the ones that we felt like we had to talk about. There's way more games coming out. And like we said at the top of the segment, 
there's going to be even more that we don't even know about yet. Yeah, I guarantee there's going to be games that uh, make December's list that we didn't even know existed. So, yep. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up the Monday Show 16. Uh, again, we want to remind you guys uh, to join the Discord by clicking the invite link down below. Come and help us plan the 2019 show coming up in just a few weeks from now. It's going to be an epic party. We need your help. We need your ideas. Uh, join the discard, the discard, the discord, <laughs> and uh, and help us out. Uh, and that's it. Uh, for those of you who like the video, click this button right here. For those of you new to the channel, click the red one and the bell to keep up with all of our videos here on the Virtual Strangers channel. That said, we'd like to thank you, friends, for watching. And for Roots, I'm Wes. Thanks for watching, friends. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Take it easy.